Marketing Your Private Practice is a podcast where you'll learn easy to implement tips and strategies to grow your business without spending all day online. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and I teach practitioners the Thrive Marketing Method to create simple and streamlined plans by focusing on long-term strategies, not just social media. Discover ways to spend less time on your marketing, attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. Hey, Private Practice Heroes, thanks for tuning into the podcast today. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and on the podcast this week, we are finishing up a series of lessons on creating a consistent content plan. In episode 76, we started this journey by diving into the five steps to create your consistent content plan. And then in episode 77, I walked you through a sample content plan for a dietitian business. It was a fake business, but it would give you a good idea of how this will all work. And today we're moving into step five of the plan and talking all about the images and videos that you need to include as part of your consistent content plan. The thing is, most people are either creating too many images or not enough. And not everybody wants to get into videos, but if you do, I've got some ideas for you here as well. The thing about it is, marketing images and videos are another place where you want to include this type of content in your marketing because it is different than just text content. And it can attract the attention of people when they're scrolling through their social media profiles, on their phones, on their desktop, wherever. But the thing that most people are doing is spending more time than is necessary, time you probably don't have to waste. We talk about wasted time all the time here on the podcast. And it's because I often find folks are really not being effective with what they're doing with their marketing. My goal with what I try to share here with you every week is giving you ideas how to be more effective and how you can get the best results possible from all the time that you do put into your marketing. And by the way, when I say all the time that you do put into your marketing, I don't mean by putting a ton and ton of time. It's not necessary to do. Having a good, consistent plan will make sure that you're doing the minimum amount that will help you and be effective. You can definitely add more to it, but most times I find people are not doing enough or they're doing way too much that's just not effective because it's not got any strategy behind it. This consistent content plan helps give you that strategy without doing too much marketing. So let's go into part three here. We're going to talk a little more about the images and videos you might need as part of that sample plan that we talked about in the previous lesson. And I'm going to break it down to how many images and videos you would really need to make. Um, we're doing this based on the sample, of course, that we talked about in episode 77. But the idea is here, most of the time when we look at how much content we might need to put out overall, but then we think about how we can repurpose the content, how we can repurpose the images and the videos, we're going to need a lot less content here. We're going to need a lot less videos and we're going to need a lot less images than what we'll actually see get published on social media. So before we move ahead, though, I want to back up for a second and re-review what a consistent content plan is and what those five steps are. Because I know not everybody out there, if you missed episode 77, 76, you're not going to back up and listen to it although I would highly encourage you to do so. 
but I want to make sure that you understand what they are. So a consistent content plan is a very simple plan that guides you with how much marketing content you need to create for each cycle where you're going to write a new blog or newsletter, or maybe you're like me and you do a podcast. So for me, I do a weekly podcast. So my cycle is a weekly cycle when it comes to my consistent content. This plan tells you exactly how much marketing content to create, how many images or videos you need, and when and where you're going to post it online using this repurposing idea and process as much as possible. A plan like this is really developed with one main goal, which is to help keep busy business owners from wasting time and energy on marketing that isn't working and instead to get your marketing working and help you get results, which by the way, folks, whenever I talk about the word results, I really mean getting new business, new clients, okay? That's what we mean when we say results. If your marketing is not helping with this in any way, you've got to revisit what you're doing. And I do find the beginning of the year, everybody's setting new goals, setting intentions, setting your word of the year. Not many people set resolutions anymore. We were just talking about that recently. But getting into a new space, it's the new year, it's a time for new beginnings. So when you look at having a content plan like this, this is where you want to start with. And that's why I like to talk about it at the end and the beginning of each year, because typically people are looking at their goals. And if you make sure that your marketing is set to match your goals, then your marketing has a purpose and all of your marketing should have a purpose. It should have a goal to help you get more traffic on your website, to get more people signing up as leads within your email system or booking consults because those are leads too. And you want your marketing to help engage people so they get to a place where they feel comfortable with you. They know you. They know who you are. They have an idea about that. Maybe they like you. Maybe they build up to that point where they have that trust in you and that they want to talk with you about working with you and becoming a client. So that's what a consistent content plan can do. Help you stay on track and be consistent by planning what you're going to do for that cycle where you create new content. Now, the five steps that we talked about in episode 76 and that we went through in episode 77 are the five steps to create a plan like this. So step one, you identify the cycle that you want to follow with your content. How often are you going to write that new article? Step two, you identify the catalyst content you need for each cycle. So this is the kind of content that we're going to create. Catalyst, I call it that because the intent of this kind of content, it's your social media content, really. And its purpose is to get them back on your website, to get them engaging with you, to get them turning into a lead. The catalyst, it's kind of making things happen. Step three is you choose what social media channels you're going to use. And step four is you set a schedule for that content you're going to post on your social media channels. Step five is making a list of the elements you need for all that catalyst content. So that's what we're focusing in on today. Episode 77, we went through the content that you need and the list of content you need. Today, we're going to focus in on the images and videos you'll need as part of that. So when we look at the list of elements, we're going to be looking at today the images and the videos that you might use as part of this sample plan that we started back in the previous episode. So when you have a list of the exact content needed every time you create that new anchor content, 
I promise what you will find happening is it is less overwhelming to get that marketing done, to create the content you need, and you're going to get it done faster too. So in the sample plan that we did on episode 77, we determined that each week the business owner in our example would want to publish three posts a week on Instagram, three posts a week on Facebook, and three posts a month on LinkedIn. Plus, they were going to publish the article they wrote on LinkedIn in its entirety too. So I'm not counting the article as a post, but as a bit of an add-on here. So in this example for a one-month cycle, that business owner, that dietitian business we were talking about, would be posting a total of 27 social media posts over the course of one month. And this would be a combination of posts that would go on the news feed, some stories and videos, plus the article that we would put out there. So in the sample we did, we chose the content we wanted from the different types of catalyst content you can put out there. And we picked five different types. So we picked blog promotional posts. So those are exactly what they say. Posts intended to get people to read your blog, promote your blog, get them clicking and reading it on your website. Brilliance business tips were the next one. That's really informational, educational posts that teach people something. You pull this content right out of the article you wrote. You're not writing anything new. Pull it out and use it as a small social media post. Engagement posts were the third type of content we wanted to use. And these are intended to get people to talk back to you to, well, not talk back like a kid, but, you know, talk back and engage with you online. Maybe comment back and forth, like your post, maybe DM you, whatever it might be, engaging and connecting with you. So we want a few posts that kind of are set out to try and incentivize people to engage back and forth with you. The fourth thing we want is our lead magnet promotional posts. Same thing as blog promo posts. These ones are intended to get people to actually click and go to your lead generation page and sign up for that freebie you have to offer them, that lead magnet. So these ones are actually not any, they're part of our consistent content plan, but the way I set things up for students in my program and what I teach them, this is part of your evergreen content. So lead magnet promotional posts aren't things that you're going to create new out of this article. You should have a stash of these and images for them to use every month when you schedule all this new content. That's the way that I like to do it. I batch it in a month at a time or a couple weeks at a time. So this isn't anything you're going to create new, but it is part of your consistent content plan. The fifth thing that we want to do is this dietitian business owner decided they were going to do some short videos under 60 second ones. They didn't really want to do long videos, which is the other piece of content they could be doing. So we're kind of sticking with short videos. So from that sample plan that we did in episode 77, we determined that from all of this, this business owner was going to be putting out 27 pieces of social media content each month. But as part of the lesson that we also talked about in that episode, they aren't going to create 27 pieces of social media content. No way. They could actually get by by creating eight pieces of content. And what I mean by that is creating eight social media posts, captions to go on Instagram or post on Facebook or LinkedIn. Eight posts actually will turn into 27 pieces of content. And that's all the content that they wanted. So all you're writing and creating are eight pieces of content. Some of them might be a sentence or two. Some of them might be a little longer. Some of them could be a little longer. But all of the content for this can come from that article you wrote for your blog or newsletter. 
you do not need to be creating all new content everywhere. You don't write an article for your blog and then another one for your newsletter and then write more content for social media that's all brand new. Stop. If you're doing that, stop. That's going to be one of your goals for this year. If you are doing your marketing like that, I want you to promise me that you're going to stop, that you're going to get to a place, you're going to go back and listen to episode 76 fully, and then episode 77, you're going to download the transcripts I have for both, read them, listen to it, and learn how you can get out of that marketing hole, that rabbit hole where you're creating all new content for everywhere. You do not need to do that. So if that's you, please promise me you'll back up and listen to those other episodes. But now you know you can actually create an entire month of content with just eight pieces of content. But some of that content needs some images and some of it needs some videos to go with it. And that's what we're going to figure out today is how many images and how many videos we need to complete this plan that we started, this sample plan that we started last week on episode 77. So all told, when we looked at everything we were doing on the different channels, we needed 12 posts for Instagram, 12 posts for Facebook, and three posts for LinkedIn. It's less on LinkedIn, I'll be honest. LinkedIn is better off to be networking and connecting with than posting a bunch of content. So that's why we kind of decided for this dietitian business plan we made is only to do a weekly post plus the article, meaning four posts a month on LinkedIn. So we're talking about, again, 27 posts over a one-month period. We talked in the last lesson on the content that we were creating, how much we need, and what we need to create. So we're just making eight pieces of content to go and turn into these 27 posts. But out of all of these posts now, we still want to identify what ones need images and what ones need videos. So some of the ones that we were talking about were like a weekly post on Instagram as a brilliance tip. Well, that just needs an image. The engagement post we want to use on Instagram, that needs an image too. We want to do a weekly Instagram reel, so we're going to need a video for that. And the way that we set up the plan, the four videos that we'd need over the course of a month, one every week, two of them we're going to focus on blog promotional post content, and two were going to be brilliance tips, so educational tips. Then when we were looking at Instagram stories, we were going to have an Instagram story that was a blog promotional post. We were going to do an Instagram story that was one of the videos that promotes the blog. So same thing as the reel. We're going to put that on the story. And then we were also going to do some posts for posting your lead magnet and the reason we do that and plan that is because when you post an Instagram story, and you have to do this in the moment, okay, you can't schedule it like this, but when you do post an Instagram story, if you had a picture, for instance, of your lead magnet as a cover, you can put it up as an image. You can also add a link to it. So these are great posts to do on Instagram stories and even Facebook ones because they will have a clickable link that can take people to your lead generation page so they can sign up for your lead magnet. So these are some of the kinds of content we're looking at here. I'll be honest, as I was putting this lesson together, it got very complicated in my head. <laughs> So one of the things I did was I created this list of all the different posts and I color coded them and I've listed out how many have images, how many have videos, how many need an image or a video. 
and I'm actually going to take these and I'm going to put them into images and I'm going to put them in with the transcript. So in order to really follow along with this, you can go to that transcript page and I'll have a link to it in the show notes for this. But you can go into that and you can take a look at it so that you can have that visual of what I'm talking about here when I'm saying, okay, we need four images for the weekly Instagram posts. We need four videos for the weekly Instagram reels. We need three images and one video for the once a week Instagram stories. So you'll be able to go and look there. I'm going to summarize it for you here. Basically, what we've decided and determined here is we're going to need 17 images in total for all of these posts that we're doing online. Plus, we're actually going to need an image for the blog post on our website. We're going to need an image to go in the newsletter as well with the article that we wrote. And when we post that article on LinkedIn, we're going to need an image as well. And the reason I say we need an image for the blog, the newsletter, and the LinkedIn article post is because images in this kind of content help break up the words people are reading and it makes it easier for them to consume. So as you're thinking about this consistent content plan and you're thinking about the article you wrote that's going to be your blog, that's going to be your newsletter, that's going to be the article on LinkedIn, and then it's going to be all these 27 posts on social media, and that's your whole content for a month. Well, when you look at all of that, we're going to need three more images in our list for the blog post, the newsletter, and the article on LinkedIn. So all told, we're actually going to need 20 images to go with this. And when we look at the videos, we're going to need 10 videos because we said we wanted to do a weekly Instagram reel. We also wanted a video story for the blog promotional post to go as a story on Instagram. And we want to do those same things too on Facebook. So all told, we're actually going to need 10 videos. But here's the thing. For the actual social media content we're going to create, we're going to take out those three images for the blog, the newsletter, and the article. Because we're going to really focus here on the actual social media content. But we still need to know we need to have those extra three images. Now, the last thing I want to mention here is when we look at all of this content, some of it is the evergreen content I mentioned, the lead magnet promotional posts. So part of our 27 pieces of content are going to be six pieces that are going to be promoting our lead magnet. A couple posts on Instagram, stories, we're going to have some posts on Facebook and LinkedIn, and then some stories on Facebook as well. And this evergreen content is not the new stuff we're going to create every month because I highly recommend you batch create this. You save a, a stash of it that you have maybe enough, you know, 10 or 15 posts, and then you can reuse that over time. Make some sample images to go with them as well. And again, you mix and match all that. You can use it over time. And it looks like all new content as long as you're not posting the same thing every week, week after week. So, Right now, when we look at the consistent content plan, I'm going to remove those six lead magnet posts. So in total, we're really looking at having not 27, but at this point, 21 posts, okay? When we look at how many images we need, it's 11 images for the social media content, plus we need the three images for our blog, our newsletter, and our LinkedIn article. So we're going to need 14 images to go with this content. 
And when I counted it up, we're going to need 10 videos too. So right now we're going to focus on those 14 images because you know me, I am not going to tell you to create 14 images. No way. We don't need that many. Here's how we're going to break it down. We're going to have four images that we need to go with those brilliance tips posts that we do, but we're only going to create two of those because we don't need more than two. The most we need in any of these one social media channels is two. So we're just going to make two, but it will create four because we'll reuse the one we used on Instagram and post it on Facebook. We'll reuse another one we used on Instagram and post it on LinkedIn. We don't need to make four images. We only need to use two because we're going to repurpose them. The engagement posts, we need three images for that because we're going to do three different posts on Instagram and Facebook. But we're going to post two on Instagram and one on Facebook. So I only need two different images. One of them I'm going to use on the Facebook post. So we might need three, but we're only going to create two. So at this stage, we needed four. We're going to create two. We needed three, and we're going to create two. So we need seven images, but we're only creating four. Then we're going to look at those blog promo posts. We need to have four of these kinds of posts here. Now, two of them are going to be done as videos, so we don't need an image. But we are going to need some other posts that are going to go out as actual posts online. We're not going to create any of those, though. We're simply going to reuse the other ones that we made for the brilliance tips or the engagement posts. We've already made four. And for these other blog promotional posts, I just need two of them there. So I don't need to make all of those different ones. I'm going to reuse the other four that I've already said I have to create. And then we need three, one for the blog, one for the newsletter, and one for LinkedIn but I'm going to create one for those because there would be too much repurposing. And sometimes what I do is create one that might have the title of the episode in it. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I don't. With these blog and newsletter ones, it really depends on your style and what you like to go with. Sometimes what a lot of people do is just create a blank image and put it in something that fits and supports the message, but has no words on it. So they're very easy to make. So here's the deal here. At this point, we've needed to create 14 images, but we're only going to create five to turn them into the 14. Now, I want to stop for a second because those engagement posts, here's another trick you could do to create less content. These could also be used from a stash of posts that you have because they don't necessarily have to be related to what you wrote in that article. You could use posts that you already have prepared, questions, things like ask for opinions from people, stuff like that. In my ultimate marketing content planner that I sell that comes with the self-study training, and we talk a lot about these kinds of plans in that training, I have in the planner 125 engagement posts. So these are ones that people can use that have the planner and buy the planner. They can use as is. Or I recommend editing them a little to make them your own. But they're already there. They're already ready. You don't have to put any thought process in it to create them. You can use them as is. So if you had a stash of this kind of stuff, even for those engagement posts, if you already have the content ready, you don't need to create it. And if you already have a stash of images to go with it, you don't need to create that as well. So it is another way to cut down on some of the images here. Really, evergreen content and repurposing are your friends in this entire process. So overall in this plan, we needed 
four images for the brilliance tips. We needed three for the engagement posts and we needed four for the blog promotional posts. We need three for our blog, our newsletter, and our LinkedIn. That's 14 in total. But we are only going to create five new images. And if you use my tip on the engagement posts, you would only need to create three. The thing that you're going to do with these images is you're going to use your special friend named Canva. (laughs) And what happens with Canva if you have their pro plan, which is well worth the money for the monthly fee, you can use their magic switch tool and resize the first image you create so that if you create one, for instance, on Instagram, and this is the way I like to do it, I create the Instagram size version first. So in this sample plan, we're going to need four images to go on Instagram. So I would create them as an Instagram size image in Canva first. Most of these are going to be used on Facebook and LinkedIn. So you need a horizontal image for them to fit nicely in the feed on those social media channels. So using Canva's magic switch tool, you can resize those images in one click so that they fit on LinkedIn and Facebook. You don't have to make whole new images. And this makes sure they show up the best possible way in the feed. And if you're going to reuse some of these, which I recommend to do as a story post, then you can also take that Instagram-sized image you created in Canva, hit the magic switch button, and resize it as a story post. When you go this way from Instagram to a horizontal image for Facebook and a vertical image for a story, I find you have less jigging around to do, you know, resize it and organize it so that it fits better in that new layout that you've changed from the square layout to a horizontal or vertical. If you start with Facebook or a story and try to go the other way, you end up spending more time moving things around to fit it in there. So I've just always found going from Instagram to Facebook size or LinkedIn size and then story size, you spend less time messing with it to fit into the new layout. So with Canva, all you have to do is make a quick adjustments with those four images. And now you've got all the different size versions you need to go on all of those different posts. And this is why I'm such a believer in Canva and their pro account. Their monthly fee, I think, is around $15 a month now. The time you save with their magic switch buttons will save you well more than that monthly fee cost in your own personal time. So if you think about what an hour of your time is worth, if this can save you an hour a month and the fee is only $15, I'm pretty sure most of you business owners out there and practice owners listening to me charge more than $15 an hour for your time. So it is well worth that investment. But that's also how five images become 14 for all of your social media posts. So that's how you can cut down on what you're creating, but still have the content you need for all the items you want to put out there in your consistent content plan. So now let's talk videos. From that list we made earlier, we know we need 10 videos. But you know me, we're going to repurpose this because there is no way we're making 10 videos in a month to do this plan. No way. So when we look at the information and the social media posts that we want to put out there, we wanted four brilliance tips. We needed two of them for Reels on Instagram and two for Facebook. So we need four videos. But we're only going to create two because the ones we put on Instagram, we're going to repurpose and use on Facebook. With the blog promotional posts, we actually need six videos. So two of these were going to be for Instagram Reels. Two were going to be for Facebook Reels. And we're also going to make two stories with them. 
So when we look at that, we need six videos to go out there, but we're only going to create two. The initial two that are going to go on Instagram, going to be the same two that go on Facebook. And we're just going to repost the same videos, those reels as a story on Instagram or Facebook. So you make the one video, but you're going to take it and use it as a story on your channels as well. So you're not creating a whole new video to do that. You just reuse it. And of course, don't do it on the same day. You want to make sure that your plan has things set out so that you're not posting all of these things on the same day. You spread it out over time, put them on different days, and the ones you're repurposing, you definitely make sure you don't post on the same day on all the different channels. That's how you make this content go further. So we need 10 videos, but we're only going to create four. And remember, these are under 60-second videos, and you have the content for what you want to say in the videos right from that article you wrote that's going to be your blog or your newsletter. So in the video, all you have to do is simply share some of what you created and wrote already in the article or the social media posts even, and use that as the script for the videos. I often do my videos and I will go look at the article that I have and look at like the five tips or the three tips. And that's what I'm going to share in my quick talking head video. It's easy to do. You don't have to write all new scripts. You just follow the format for a successful video, which is have a hook that you catch them with at first. Maybe say your name or not. I try not to bother with that a whole lot because I don't want to waste the beginning time of 30 second or 60 second video with telling people who I am because they're going to see it on my profile. Anyhow, go into the content that you want to share and you have a call to action at the end. Very simple to do. I actually have a podcast that I wrote about doing these talking head videos and how easy it can be. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes for you as well. So all told, what we're looking at here with this consistent content plan that we created for this dietitian business owner is someone who is wanting to send a once a month newsletter. They want to post that on their blog. We're looking at creating about 27 pieces of social media content. Plus, we're going to take their article, put it on the blog, put it in the newsletter, put it on LinkedIn. All of those 27 pieces of content plus the article will require a total of 14 images and 10 videos to effectively market that for the period of a month until the person writes a new article and kind of does this all over again. All of this is done simply by creating eight social media posts, five images, and four videos. And those are 60 second or under videos. You can even do 30 second videos. And that's it. You have a consistent content plan filled with enough content to keep you active on social media for a month at a time. And when you do this and when you pre-schedule things and you put them out there, that means you are not pressured into having to be online every minute of the day or every day even. You can take your time, check in a couple times a week, do some networking. In the Thrive Marketing Academy, I teach people to do the daily seven on social media. And it's a way to do your networking online and be active that you can do in like 15 minutes a day, max. That's all you need to do because you've got this other content pre-scheduled. So if you sat down and did this a month at a time, just imagine you could probably take an afternoon, put it all together, get it scheduled, get it out there, and then you don't have to think about that again for the next month. It's what makes your marketing a lot easier to do. And having this consistent content plan can really and truly fill your marketing channels with enough content for a month at a time. 
Now, I know a lot of you are probably listening and thinking, man, Kathy, 27 pieces of content a month seems like a lot. Cut it back then. You don't have to do that. It was just a sample that we did for a business as a typical sample of what I would create for clients when we're creating and putting together plans like this. The idea is here, though, when you have that consistent content plan and you have a list like this to follow. Okay, folks, when I write my article, I know I need eight social media posts and I need these three types. I need five images and four videos. You know exactly what you're doing. You get it all into a system and it makes it so much easier to do. And you're going to find yourself cutting way back on the time you spend on your marketing. Honestly, you'll be amazed at how this works once you get through it. This is a big part of the Thrive Marketing Method that I teach folks in my Thrive Marketing Academy in the coaching program. Learning how marketing works and then getting a plan and systems in place so that they're as effective as possible with their marketing. Simple and streamlined will save the day every time. And it helps you grow your business too. So now that your mind is spinning from this lesson, what is your action step to do? First, take a break, okay? But then I want you to go off to the show notes page, which you can find at marketingyourprivatepractice.com slash 78. Get a link to the transcript for today. Print that out so you can see the visuals I'm going to put on there and help you understand this lesson a little more. Then really and truly, you're going to have to go back to episode 77 and 76. If you haven't already, get those transcripts too. Listen to the three episodes in order. I know you've listened to this almost to the end here today. Maybe you've listened to the other two or not. If you haven't, go back and get them. They will help sort of put all of this together for you. And it will help you get that starting point of putting your own consistent content plan together. When you have that in place and you have that system to follow, it really does make it a lot easier. And it makes sure that one, you're not over creating content for your marketing and doing what others do, which is not making enough marketing content either. A consistent content plan really does work. I promise it will help you. It just takes a little bit of time to put it together first. So I really want to say thanks for sticking with me on this lesson. If you're still listening here, kudos to you because I know you're invested in your business. And if you've listened to the previous two as well, congratulations, because I really think that you've invested some time that will help you get things started, especially where we're now here at the beginning of the year. This episode's coming out in the second week in January of 2024. So if you take this to heart and you follow through with these lessons, you'll not be that person looking back at the end of 2024 and wondering, why isn't your marketing still working? Because you didn't take the time to put a plan like this in place. If you do, things will change. I promise. Now, if after you've done all this and you're still confused, why not book a free marketing review with me? We can go over your consistent content plan. And if you're confused with anything, not sure how to make it work, we'll figure out some of the best ways you can start to optimize it so it works for you and your business. I will put a link in the show notes where you can sign up for that free marketing review as well. And that's it for today, folks. This is Kathy Koliakovo, and I truly appreciate your listenership. And be sure to hit follow on your podcast player app so that you get notified when the next episodes are out. I'll put a link in the show notes to all the resources, the episodes that I mentioned. I know there's a couple in there, the marketing content planner. I'll put them in there. You just go to marketingyourprivatepractice.com slash 78 and you'll find them all there. And remember, to thrive in practice means getting all the steps of your consistent content plan in place so that 
every time you create a new article to use as a blog, a newsletter, or a podcast, you know exactly how much marketing content to create, how many social media posts you're going to need, how many images and videos to create, and when and where to post it all online. And most importantly, how little content you actually need to create and how few images and videos you need to have to make it all happen too because you're going to be using the magic of repurposing. And hopefully you're scheduling a lot of that all at once to free yourself up for the rest of the week or the month. A consistent content plan is a fabulous system that helps you get off that hamster wheel of creating content and content and more marketing content. Or for you who never get on it, not creating any at all. If you're not marketing your business, who's going to do that for you? No one else. Think about it. I'll see you next time. You can find all of our show notes and resources mentioned at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at pepperitmarketing and say hi. I'd love to hear any feedback you have and make sure to rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes.